Okay, okay, hit me now. So shout out to you, man. What's going on, everybody? Salute to you. Hope your day is going well. Thank you, Joel. Appreciate you, Anthony Glaston. Um, welcome to the Billionaire Mindset. I am your host, Ask Nathaniel. That is my name to my right, to your left, right there on the screen, right there. Well, see, see. So, um, yeah, it's 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 very good to hear from all you guys right now, and um, hope your day is going out wrong. And thank you very much, Anthony, because you know what? I knew I had something plugged in the wrong way, but it was like. You know how you be playing with things and you're like, I don't know if I did that right. So uh you know, you can't you know you can't play games with these computers, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you sit there and play games with them and it's like, okay, well, motherfucker, yeah. And that's really the that's really the situation with you know, we all try to psych ourselves, right? And we try to psych ourselves into believing that, you know. A little bit of this and that is is right. We think everything is just in our favor. We tend to do that. You know, just the way I try to psych out the computer and do this little thing right now, and it clearly wasn't working. Um, you know, you, you just can't do it. You can't psych certain things out. So some things you got to just learn how to position yourself, you know, collectively. Um, let me fix this. Let me fix this white balance right here. You know, when you go automatic with this stuff, it gets annoying. So let me just fix it. I just got to fix this color a little bit. Excuse me. Excuse me while I play around. Okay. All right, good. Oh, he's in the IT field. Okay, so you totally, totally get me. You know, you totally, totally get me. Now this shit is lagging now because I took the auto exposure off, so let's just keep it alone. We're just going to leave it alone because I don't want to have no problems, but that is definitely a thing. So shout out to Jarrell Davis. Let me just say hello to everybody. Shout out to Jarrell Davis. Shout out to Anthony McGlashan. Um... Um, salute to explicit Mike, man. Hey, Mike, it's just ironic. I was just talking. I'm dedicating this show to a friend of mine. I just got off the phone with her. I had an amazing conversation with her. Knew her for all, all my life. Ironically, she's moving to Vegas. So she's... And then I, just, I spoke about you, and it's so crazy how you popped up. Like, salute to you. I told her how you and your lady met, and you led through the channel and all that. But anyway, she's moving to Vegas. She's got this amazing, amazing, incredible, beautiful home. Jesus Christ. See, that's one thing that you guys have to realize. When we have houses here in New York, there's nothing like your house. So, But our value is worth than yours. And they'll tell you that. They'll tell you that house in Vegas is worth $400,000, but in New York it'll be worth $2 million. But y'all don't realize when y'all saying that. Y'all like, is that a good thing? You guys are looking at New York like it's a dump. I'm like, no, you can't look at New York. You just said it yourself. The house is worth more here than it is there. Our dumps are worth more than your dumps. Our dumps are worth more than your homes. Our land is land. You guys, your land is like, well, look at this big. I got 
40 acres in the mule. We're like, we have a one acre. And my shit's worth thinking 40. So just keep in mind of that sometime when you want to knock a New Yorker and you say, oh, you fucking guys are losers. You kill each other. It's bad up there. New York's just, nobody speaks to each other. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be speaking to anybody either when you just had to move into an apartment that was $4,000 a month. And it's worth that. And then down there, it's worth $850. That's what it's worth. See, no disrespect, but when you're moving to Vegas, you're going to be paying what it's worth. You actually, the house is 300 something thousand dollars. It's really worth 300 something thousand dollars. Here, when we buy a house for 300 something thousand dollars, we put a pool in there, which is worth 600. Just bear in mind, just being a New Yorker has its advantages. You know what I'm saying? So, salute to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, well, listen, I, I just want to tell you that it's it's something that you all need to know. Um, so shout out to everybody, man. Um, what do you say? Shout out to Ricky Webster. Props to you. Appreciate y'all. Support. I appreciate you guys all supporting the billionaire mindset in the biggest way. You know, it's amazing. I like to have my little hair, the little blonde popping out of the, popping out of the the hood a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Showing that little, you know, little detail. I love hair, as you can see. So I love my hair. By God's grace, I have hair. So I'm actually very happy with that, you know what I'm saying? So I wear my hair out in the wintertime. But I got to be careful so I don't get a cold. You know what I mean? So this is what I do. But shout out to everybody, man. I'm chilling. Um, shout out to Explicit Mike. Shout out to Juliana Angel. This is my girl here. This is a wonderful woman here, by the way. She's a genuine woman. I adore her. I think she's dope, and I'm telling you that to your face. You know what I mean? Some I want to. I want you to see me say I appreciate you. So you know that when you when you play that back in your mind, because we have technology, we're living like the Jetsons now. Remember when we were watching the Jetsons when we were kids, and we were like, "Wow, I can't wait where I could talk to somebody face to face on the phone." I remember the first phone that did that was this big ugly phone that had the small screen, but you had the phone and you couldn't really use it. i never seen the phone in action, but I did see the intercom system that people would have in the buildings here. And then you could see the person coming upstairs and they pick up the phone. That shit was pretty dope. But um, this is why it's important. One of the main things that I love, and this is getting into my topic today, I was talking to a friend today and we had a really great conversation. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. Um, but we were talking about a family member, her dad. Um, she lives in Brooklyn. She's one of my very close friends. I've grew up with her and her family. I adore her and her mother. Um, fast forward, I thought she had this amazing relationship with her dad all these years, right? I thought she had this amazing relationship. And um, hold on, I gotta, I gotta answer this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, nobody wants to buy a house in New York City. Uh, investors want to buy the houses in New York City, my friend. Okay, don't ever forget that. Investors want the houses here. My boy lives in L excuse me, Florida. Okay, all his deals are made in New York. He doesn't do any deals in Florida. All of his investment deals in New. York, that's why he's rich. Don't know. You didn't know that, did you? Right. Okay, Mike. You know it. You lived here. Nobody wants to buy a house in New York. Yeah, you're a consumer. Of course not. Why would you do that? Investors buy houses here, my friend. If you are 
buying a house and you just want a house for a liability for liability reasons like you just want a nice house yeah then you don't buy it don't come to new york don't do that but if you're an investor like you really about flipping money um you're going to flip that house in new york because you're going to see a bigger turnover than you will see anywhere anywhere mostly in most parts of the united states because we have the value see the difference with here in vegas you guys don't have the value we got our land is worth more than your land in new york city that's a fact when you sell your house and I sell a house here, I make more money than you. It doesn't even matter the area. I'm telling you, we're going to make more money because I live in New York City. You live in Vegas. Your land's cheaper, extremely cheap. So for what you made 100000 off a deal, I can make three, 400000 And we're talking about in my pocket. It's just what it is. People don't go to Vegas to flip houses. You can watch that TV show, Flipping Vegas. That's cute. But a nigga that's flipping Vegas versus a nigga that's flipping New York, who you think is making more money? You can't. It's just, it's just no comparison. Our apartments are worth than your houses. Our con- we, 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 we don't jazz up the name. Our apartments are worth more than your houses. Before they're built, they're worth more than your houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we don't do this, we don't do that. But value is value. Numbers don't lie. Just remember that. Shout out to explicit Mike. That aspect, we got the biggest value on the land. I'm telling you, we got the biggest, the biggest value on the land of America is New York City. I can guarantee that. What's up? She up? She's up. Oh. How's everything? How's everything? Good. Um, I have to go back to get the ballot. Bring, bring that nip with you. Yeah, nigga, I know. Yeah, bring that nip with you. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, the, the, we got the biggest value. Yeah. We, we can't touch that. Okay, so. No, I'm talking to the live. You can get a lot of house for your money here in Alabama. Not like New York. Your money goes further if you are a consumer and you're purchasing a liability. If you want an asset, you have to come to New York. We are, New York City is about assets. We talk assets here. Everything here is assets. Everything where you're at is affordable liabilities. And that's cool. A liability. We all have liabilities, right? You know, I just got over having COVID. I was sick for two and a half weeks. Oh, my God. Um, let me ask you a question. Did you have the shot? Damn. Sorry to hear that, man. Well, you're here. You know what I'm saying? Thank God you're here. Salute. Uh, Ricky Webster, but the trade-off is the slowest rate. Listen, I had a I had a family member. This would, this would kill me for out-of-state houses. My family member purchased a house for $280,000 15 years ago. She sold that shit for like three eighty. I'm like, what? Do you know if we were sat on the house in New York for fifteen years, how much that shit would be worth? Well, what about Jersey? Not like New York City. Not like here. Because we're gonna be above New Jersey. We're always above Jersey. We don't have room for mansions, but our condo, a penthouse, is gonna be way more expensive and worth more than your mansion in Jersey. 
the filthy rich come here. The rich go to Vegas, but the filthy, filthy rich come to New York City. It's always been like that. And then they spread out everywhere else. But you know, the key is here. You can have a house in, in, in France, but you got to have an apartment somewhere in New York. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Anthony McGlashan. Upstate may not be the city. Upstate don't count. No. But don't sleep on upstate too. It's expensive. It's still New York State. But upstate doesn't count. Shout out to Taz on 144. Nobody wants to buy a house in New York. You wild and oh boy, here we go. Here's a New York hater. Here's a New York hater. Even if you're from New York, you're a New York hater. So I'm not going to even discuss it with you because I knew that was coming. Because I could, I could hear the energy right now what you're talking. Nobody wants to buy a house in New York. You wildin'. Property, yeah. There's a nigga with a house. A nigger with a house. America's worst nightmare, a nigger with a house. Don't be a nigger with a house. Be a black man or black woman with a house. Not a, not a nigger with a house. That's a nigger with a house. Jarrell Davis. Can't get more, more nigger than that. That nigga probably tell you every day, yeah, I spent a thousand last week. Got my air conditioner fixed. I spent another 13000 on that. Got a roof done. He brags about spending money on liabilities. See, I'm a New Yorker, nigga. We brag about assets. We brag about assets, nigga, because we get it here. We get it here. A nigga picking up cans for a living makes more money than a nigga picking up cans where you live. Now watch you say, I lived in New York. I know. No, you don't. That's why you live somewhere else. I know this city too well, nigga. I'm too nice with this. I'm the wrong person to do this New York City shit with. But I already know there's the little, you know, there's the little, nobody wants to buy a house in New York. How do you know, nigga? Are you an investor? Are you an investor? Did you buy five, ten houses last month? No, you didn't. Have you ever, how much money have you ever seen in your account? Come on, bro. Stop it. Stop that, Demi Glass. I'm trying to get on with my conversation, man. And niggas always be niggas. Why do niggas always be niggas? Shout out to Steve. I know Steven said he ain't gonna say because Steve is white, but why do niggas always gotta be niggas, man? You know, he could he, you think he could just ask the question, yo, Nate. So give me an example. Go to Zillow. Go to Zillow and I'll show you shacks and what they worth and they sell them. Y'all got that's cool. Y'all got it, but we are it's it's all about the money. We're about value here. Don't ever forget that. We're about value. Name my guy, keep rocking, champ. I'm rocking with you, enjoying my relaxing time off of work. This is some real talk that you've been giving to us, bro. And I appreciate that. Salute to you. Salute to my, my guy, Steven Topper. You know what I'm saying? He respects a black man more than a black man. God damn it. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Give Steven Topper a round of applause. This has been my guy. Where's my other guy? There's another white, other white boy. That's my other bro. Where Mike Wet? He'll be here. Put them thumbs up, people. A 500K house in Alabama is a mini mansion. Okay. It's in Alabama. That's what, of course, it's going to be. A, it'll be a mini mansion in Texas. It'll be a mini mansion in fucking Arkansas, South Carolina, Florida, other than Miami or Boca Raton. It's if $500,000 is going to be a mini mansion anyway. It'll be a mini mansion in Virginia. It'll be a mini mansion in South Dakota. It'll be a mini mansion in Chicago. It'll be a mini mansion in Washington State, Nevada. It's a mini mansion everywhere. We get it. But we make the money here. The money's here. A low-level job here is $25 an hour. 
Our police department's making over $150,000 a year. Suffolk County starts at $200,000. What are you talking about? A garbage man here makes more money than any garbage man in the United States. Look it up. We, the highest paid fire department is in New York City. The highest paid police department is in New York City. We make the money. So that means we can come to Alabama and buy the house for me. That's nothing to us. We get it. We know that's your argument. We get it, but you're in Alabama. It's not a choice state. It's not the if if somebody, if a, if an IT kid is coming from who in the hell? Hold on a second, man. Yeah, text me on information. You know I got you. Okay. Zero. All right, cool. I got you. You know, she's a little shy. She, 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 uh, she relied on her husband all these years. Her oh, my God. Don't worry about it. Tell her I, I'll be calling her back soon. Definitely before the night is out. I got you. All right. I appreciate that. You know, uh, I always send you business. No, I appreciate that, brother. And you know, I appreciate that. You got it. All right, big brother. All right. You have a good night. Okay? You too, bro. Bye. All right. Okay, so this is what y'all got to understand. Stop the New York hate. We know it's a 500,000 will buy you a mini mansion anywhere. We know this. That's why we live in New York. The money is here. We generate the money. I mean, y'all didn't know this? We are the financial capital of the world. Of the world. Not in the United States. Of the world. Okay? There's no city in a city like New York City. IT people that's coming from a different company, they're not going to go to Alabama first. They're going to come here to Brooklyn. Come on, stop it. Stop the Ricky Webster. A brownstone is worth three or four houses. That's a, Now, there we go. Now, Jarrell, you're talking sensible now. A brownstone. Now, there we go, Jarrell. A brownstone here. A connected house is worth more than three, four houses in anywhere else. Other than L.A. or some high-level thing. Shout out to Jarrell. I don't know if Jarrell's from New York, though. I didn't get to his comment yet. Shout out, to, shout out to Taylor. What up, Taylor? Nah, I didn't get the shot, but I'm going in January. Okay. I just want to make sure that because anybody that's catching COVID, I usually ask them, did they get the shot? And they usually didn't get the shot. You know? A couple of bozos I know was trying to think that their job was going to say fuck them and they end up staying. So, like, little pussies. So, thank, thank God that you're alive, man. You could have died. You could have died.
You could have died. But watch my, you know, if you see my video yesterday, you see what I was, no, no, two days ago about the vaccine. Shout out to you. I just heard a lot of people are moving to back to the city. Yeah, because people can't, you move to Arizona, you can't leave your house. You got to stay in there, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't leave. It's too hot. In the summertime, you can't go out. It's like moving to damn Alaska in the winter. You know what I'm saying? I have a friend of mine that caught COVID coming home. He had the or back to the hospital, went home, and he had more problems forcing him back to the hospital. Mm, did he have the shot? That's what I want to know. Because I know Mike's the type of guy who wasn't taking that shot. Oh, Jarrell was agreeing with me? Oh, oh shit, oh, shit. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just fucking with him, though. Jarrell, you know how I do. Shout, shout, salute to Jarrell. Um, sorry about that phone call. I can't stand when phone calls pop up. Like That's what happens. Like Phone's been ringing like crazy today. But shout out to Jarrell Davis. Um, you know, this is comedy. This is what I do. So I'm not a comedian, but this is comedy. So salute to you, man. Shout out to Jarrell Davis, man. I appreciate you very much. Um, but yeah. He 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 knows that now, Jarrell. You clearly have to be somewhat connected to New York to say that. Like nobody out of Kentucky would have noticed that. So you are. Let's see. I bet you any amount of money, Jarrell's from New York. He got to be because he would have not said that. See, what made him a New Yorker is him saying a brownstone. That's 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 New York talk. Like nobody knows what the fuck a brownstone is. You you call one of your family members in South Carolina. Yeah, I just want a brownstone. They're gonna be like, uh, a stone, a brown. What is that? A purple stone? A we, they don't know what you're talking about. Um, see, New York sells condos, apartments because people don't want to commute from Long Island upstate, especially in the generation. Well, y'all got to realize, man, once black people start buying houses, y'all fuck the game all up because y'all, y'all nigga fight it. See, when niggas, when niggas buy shit, that means it's easy to get. <laughs> y'all nigga fight shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, niggas fuck shit up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, tell the truth. Come on. You know when you go out to a vacation and you see niggas over there, you like, damn, we got to find somewhere else. What's the main thing when you go away as a black person? You be like, yo, there was no niggas out there. Like, white people don't even give a fuck. They want niggas out there. You know what I'm saying? Especially the white woman. They want to see a few niggas. But niggas don't want to see niggas. We just don't want to see niggas. Shout out to Explicit. I love this title, Nate Facts, way better than the social media face-to-face. -face. Okay, so let me get to business. Shout out to Jarrell. I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you. Shout out to Jarrell Davis. Um, shout, out, shout out to Explicit Mike, everybody. We all, we all tripping bullshit. But let me get to the hand. So anyway, my friend, a good friend of mine I spoke to, and we're having this extraordinary conversation. So um, long story short, she was talking about she's moving to Vegas. She's moving where Mike is at. Right. She's moving to that hot fucking state. No, I'm just playing. playing. She moved to that damn moving in that. It's just like moving it to you. Remember when we were kids, we used to move, we used to put the ceramic in a kill, a kiln. You know that big, that, that very, very hot oven. So, <laughs> so anyway, see, that's what they don't tell you in Vegas. Like the material that they use in Vegas is for 180 degree weather. Like we built, see, in New York, we built, we built material for 120. And it never is going to get 120 unless this global warming kicks in more, or maybe, you know, 10 degrees below zero. But Vegas, they don't build shit for below zero. Now, like cold to them is fucking 40 degrees, you know? So they forgot what is the downfall of moving to Vegas? Whoa, did everybody speaks to somebody? What is the downfall of what is the downfall of moving to Vegas? Everybody says hello or good morning. What is the downfall of moving to Vegas? 
everybody speaks to everybody, and you can get a mini mansion for 500000 What is the downfall to Vegas? You can't go outside of the summer because it's 140 degrees. <laughs> I'll pass. I'm good. You keep that. If I'm going to stay in the fucking house, I'll just stay right here where I'm at right now. I'm in the house right now. <laughs> and right now, it's, it's 40 degrees. We're about to have a freeze delay. Nigga, it's easy to keep warm than it is to keep motherfucking damn cold. I don't know if y'all know that. It's easier to keep warm than it is cold. You see a homeless person in the street, that nigga sit in a cardboard box. Cardboard boxes are warm. I don't know if y'all know this. Seriously, I heard from a homeless person. When it's, when it's hot and you don't got no AC, you're dead. You're a dead man. You can freeze to death too, nigga, but you're, you're cooking, nigga. Like, you know... This it's nothing for there's nothing to look at the news and, and Arizona tells you yo, it's gonna be 180 degrees Monday. And it's gonna be at a low at 179 at night. Y'all y'all shit, y'all took hot to another level, nigga. That you, you, sh some of y'all listen, I I I've seen I've listen, I watch a lot of different news. I've seen newscastings, 10-day news fucking um um was this the seven? I seen ten day forecasts and Saturday they said hell, hell, nigga. That's that's what the I'm I'm not bullshit. That shit said hell, nigga. You just seen a big devil, nigga, with fucking fire. <laughs> we we don't see hell, nigga. The, the, the hottest. Listen, I've been living in New York all my life. I think the hottest we ever seen was 103 degrees, maybe 105. And that and, and that was like the first time since the 1800s. Y'all niggas be having hell. this, and this ain't no. But this is a this is a forecast for the next for fucking this month. This is November. Jarrell <laughs> said a lot of rich celebrities move out of New York too. I don't know what it's based on. Individuals who talk in spiritual city. Yo, you can't fuck with this city. I, every time I talk to people, and all jokes aside, though, I, I do be having some New York haters that be like, "Yo, fuck you." Yo, y'all New York niggas think y'all all that. I'm like, no, we don't. Like, New Yorkers just love being everywhere fucking else. That's bullshit. You know how many New Yorkers are moving out of New York? New York, New Yorkers love moving out of New York. Like, they, they, they just love moving. Jarrell said, born in NYC in 86. Been there since I'm a Jamaica Queens kid. See, I told you. I said he was from New York. He, I knew he was from New York because he said brownstone. And then he was comparing the value of brownstone. You got to live here to know that. You can't just come here this week. Like, he, he said that in, in that zone. I was like, oh, he, he's, he's a New Yorker. And Jarrell Davis, that's just a New York shit. That's a New York fucking name. That's a black motherfucker's name in New York. Jarrell Davis of Brooklyn. Jarrell Davis of Queens. Jarrell Davis of Kentucky. No, nigga, that motherfucker's from New York. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jarrell Davis. Niggas fucked up Dodge inventory. Yeah, they did. Dodge is finished. Shout out to Ricky Webster, man. Thank you, man. Just adding my little bitty two cents about Alabama. You know I rocks with you, Nick. Listen, um, I've never been to Alabama. But if I went out there, I'm hashtagging the fuck out of it because I would just be happy. Just show me the restaurants, the land, the fucking farm. Don't show me the city. I hate when I go out of town. Nigga, I'm going to take it to the city. No, nigga, take me to the fucking country. I don't want to see the city. I don't. I don't like to see the city when I'm in Philly. Like, for what purpose? We don't. I'm 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 here because I want to be away from the city. Unless I'm in Tokyo. But I don't want to see the city. I just don't. I'm not interested in the city. Oh, we're gonna take it to the club. No, nigga. Take me to the fucking farmland. Nigga. I wanna see, I wanna see horse carriages and shit. 
I'm serious. I don't, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't find a city. When I, if I'm in another country, don't take me to the cities. Take me to the fucking farm. I'm not impressed. And I'm not saying your city shit. It's just like, I've been to Miami, been to LA, and I live in New York City. Like, niggas don't, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see some other, when I'm in Florida, I want to see alligators, niggas. Take me to fucking them, see some alligators. I want to see albino alligators. You know what I'm saying? But shout, salute to Alabama. I would love to visit it. I would love for somebody to invite me. I want to be out there in the, in the dopest uh, restaurants. I want to do my, my stuff on stage. I want to do... I would love to... Shout out to Alabama. You know what I'm saying? He said, you can have the snow. That's cool. We, we, we can have the snow. Just remember, nigga, it's better to be on ice than in hell, nigga. Just remember that. <laughs> Remember, you can put a dead body on ice, nigga. It lasts forever. But you put that motherfucking damn body on hell, nigga. It's burning to pieces. It's, you know what I mean? When they want to preserve a body, they put it on ice, nigga. When they want the body to disintegrate, they put that shit in the heat. Just remember that. Y'all niggas could have that cooked shit out there. I'm telling my friend when she moving out there, I'm like, listen, I want to, I want to, I want to fry some eggs on that motherfucking roof because we can't do that here. And I want to fry the egg on the roof in the daylight. I mean, in the nighttime. <laughs> so several ways to stay warm, and there are very few ways to keep cool. Yep, it's true. Very few ways to keep cool. I'm telling you. Heat exhaustion will kill you, nigga, but you got to be snow bitten. Listen, I know homeless people that have told me a cardboard refrigerator box is the best thing in the world. And you know what? They're right. When we were kids, we used to play with the car, the cardboard boxes, especially refrigerator boxes when they were getting rid of them. And no, it's like a wool coat. No, no wind cuts through that bitch. It will not. That's why you see homeless people sleeping in them boxes. True story. No bullshit. Look it up. Arizonians could try bacon on their cars. Um, Arizona, Nevada, all that. Yep. Miami's dope. I love Miami, but I'm not trying to go to Miami unless I got me at least. I got to have at least. The, for me to live in Miami, I got to have a billion, man. I got to have at least a fucking B. No M. I don't fuck with M's. Because I don't want to have the disassociation with. See, this is the problem I got with millionaires. A hundred, a person worth 900 million versus a person worth a million. They're still millionaires. But a billionaire, even if a nigga's only worth a billion, it's still a billion fucking dollars. That's why I like that billionaire shit. Shout out to Rio. I know that. I know you're doing. Facts is 85 in California, heat wave all 12 months. I'm telling you, shout out to Rashi. I'm telling you, that shit is all. Yeah, man. Rudy messed up our city's culture, and he took everything away. That is the truth. Now that's some New York shit right there. That's some New York shit. Give my man a round of applause. That's so because you know what? He's right. I couldn't, you know what I mean? Matter of fact, I wouldn't even have said that. So that's how come I know he on point because he, see, that's that's why we have to have different brains. You know what I'm saying? We have to have different brains around us, man. Thank you, Mike, for that. That's true. Rudy fucked the whole game up. He killed, he destroyed New York. And that shithole's still alive. Hottest I've seen in Oklahoma, 100 degrees, daily. See what I'm saying? I'll fuck with Oklahoma because you know what it is with me? I like cold because it's easy to keep warm. I can't fuck with like, I'm not, listen, I don't need no 140 degrees, nigga. I don't even know what that want to feel like. You know what I mean? I, I'll feel that when you put me inside and, you, and I'm dead. You know, when I'm at the damn funeral home and them niggas just put me in that motherfucking oven, I guess I'll feel it. But I ain't trying, I'm not, I'm trying to avoid feeling it. I bet New York is amazing from California, so I'm so jealous. What? Now, listen, my favorite city, if I had a choice in this world, would be California. Like, I love California. Like, 
I love California so much. I watch TV shows just to look at the landscape. I just love the way a California street looks. All white top, no black top, wide streets, palm trees. California is fucking... Every, listen, most New Yorkers, we look at California as an upgrade. You hear a New Yorker tell you, well, I'm moving to, I'm moving to Georgia. Yeah, typical. I'm moving to Texas, typical. Yeah, I'm moving to LA. Oh, shit. California, like, we, we, we into that shit. Shout out to Michael. Here's my bro. Shout, salute to Michael, man. Salute to Michael Matro. It's my bro right there, man. Salute to you, man. Thank you for that super sticker. NYC all day. Salute to salute to Jarrell, man. Give Jarrell a round of applause, man. Yeah, see Jarrell, he got another boot. He from Queensbridge. That nigga, I seen Mike in Queensbridge. He says, Listen, Mike, that nigga, that nigga robbed me back in the day. That nigga robbed me. Yo, that's how we met. Nigga, I was like, yo, nigga robbed me and shit. I noticed him on the YouTube. I was like, yo, nigga, you fucking robbed me back in Queensbridge, nigga. On the 34th side, 41st side over there, right by the motherfucking damn gate, nigga, where MC Shan did his video. He was like, yo, you right, Nate. That nigga pull a gun on my fucking ass, nigga. And gave me the money back on YouTube. That's some, you know, you know what nigga get, the nigga robbed $200 for me and gave me the shit back, nigga. Give that nigga a round of fucking applause. Give him a fucking round of applause, man. Explicit Mike from Queensbridge, man. I remember that nigga. Because he told me that when he put that gun in my face, nigga. He's like, I'm explicit Mike, nigga. Fuck. Run your fucking mouth. I said, nigga, I only got $200. He said, give me the fucking money, nigga. So salute to Mike, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ain't <laughs> that some shit? A nigga rob you and give you a super chat of two hundred fucking dollars? That'll be some shit. Well, when you get out here, Nate, um, we gonna get you on that boat and go fishing. I would love to do that. Now you see what I'm saying? See how hype I just got? He said, when I get up to Alabama, we gonna go on a boat and go fishing. See that? See see how New Yorkers get? I don't do that. Like when we fish out here, niggas, four it's four degrees. I don't want to fish in Alaska, nigga. I live in Alaska. I want to fish in some warm climate, and I want to eat. That's the see the reason why I'm into fishing. That's the only thing I can eat, kill, and eat it around the spot. Like I can't kill a chicken. I couldn't kill a pig. I couldn't kill a cow, and let's get a steak for that shit tonight. I couldn't do that. But I could. I could literally get a fish, and that's food for the night. And and I could watch it get skinned and all that, fry it, and eat it in a sandwich. I would love to do that, man. I would love to come to Alabama for that. See? Shout out to Juan G. Salute to you, man. Salute to you, big bro. I know y'all sitting here like, yo, nigga, get to the fucking point, nigga. Give us this hit. So anyway, salute to everybody. I just got to say hello to everybody. Shout out to Jiren again. Appreciate you, man. And see, he still love New York with that black heart. Salute, salute to Jiren, man. Um, Las Vegas is too hot, but a lot of people love going to Vegas. Well, listen, you got to remember... Most New Yorkers just love Vegas just because they know they're that strip. I've never been to Vegas. I flew over Vegas. I flew over the Grand Canyon, literally. But I've never been to Vegas, you know what I'm saying? And I'm an eater, nigga, so I'd rather go out there. Just show me the restaurants. I don't want to see shit else. And I'm talking like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a restaurant person, but I'm a restaurant person when it comes to touring because I can't cook, you know what I mean? I can cook, but I, I'm not going to go on vacation and be cooking, feel me? So shout out to me. Philly to the end. Wow, well, come on, man. Niggas, look, New Yorkers go. We go to Philly to get a sandwich and drive back. I have done it. I have went to Philadelphia to get a hero and drove the fuck back by myself. Literally. And the best, the best steak and cheese spot out there, I lost. I went to a moving job. I, I would only know it if I if I visually remember the landscape of the place. But 
I lost it. So every time I go out there, I got to, it's like a dice roll, but it's fun. But I'm only an hour and 20 minutes away from Philly, literally. I could be in Philly in an hour and 20 minutes, not even speeding. So the cold is overrated. Germs can be preserved on ice. That's a fact. That's why ice caps. That's why COVID goes down. Well, hold on, hold on. My bad. Let me not quote that. I ain't going to talk about COVID now because I'm going to get to another topic. So hold on, hold on. I'll be back with you, Taylor. Cali ain't no city. No, no. L.A. is the city. L.A., L.A. I'm not saying Cali, but New Yorkers don't know the difference. We just relate Los Angeles as California. You know what I'm saying? New Yorkers see any state as a city because y'all got to show us cities in order for us. But for me personally, I don't like a city. I'm, I'm more into like, show me the outskirts. I like seeing, if I'm in a different country, nigga, show me the hood. Show me the ghetto. Show me the motherfucking farm. Like, I want to see fucking animals and not people. Shout out to Julian. All right, so um, basically... Disease also burn up the heat, so don't sleep. That's true. No, they do. I, I, that's, that's why I said I didn't want to go back there, but you're right. It does burn up in the heat. But this is my thing. I don't like being in a house that long. New York is like being outside. So if I'm going to be outside and I got to wait till the night and it's going to be 90 fucking degrees, nigga, like, you know, I don't want to be inside with an AC because I'm going to feel confined. I need to open up a window. Like, put me in Miami where I can at least have a breeze on one of them high rises. It's hot, but it ain't that hot. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> shout out to that nigga Mike, man. He ain't robbed me, though. I'm just as fucking with y'all. But that's what I would do if I robbed a nigga. You know, New Yorkers, we dirty like that. We be like, we change our life. Be like, yo, you know what? Fuck, I stuck that nigga up years ago. Let me get that nigga's money back and shit, man. Fuck that nigga. Cool. So anyway, um, thank you, Jay Matrix. I appreciate that. So let me let me just say this. So anyway, so we had this conversation. And um, anyway, she's making this big move. She has a lot of family she's leaving behind. New Yorkers, we so desperate when we get on, you know, we get money or we we, we get retired. We fucking will move because we want a mini mansion. Like, New Yorkers, we, we, we want everything. So, we're not, we know our house is worth 800000 but it don't look like it's worth 800000 So, we want to sell the $800,000 house, which I don't suggest you do. And we want to take that money and then take five hundred dollars and get a mini mansion. That's what all New Yorkers want to do when they get the money. I get it. Um, do I think the move for her is good? For the this particular house, amazing. Ooh, ooh, definitely a no-brainer. Anyway, long story short, she was talking about her parents. And again, you know, grown folks, young folks, whatever. This is only for people that come from close-knit families because people tend to think like, oh, well, I used to think with my my parents. No, that's that's just that's just that's your way of thinking. But if you have a close-knit family, close-knit family, you have to consider when you do move. Um and not only because of the fact that your parents are getting old, it could be you, you know what I'm saying? You could be in a fucking, you move somewhere, there's no family. She's moving out there with her brother, but you move somewhere with no family and God forbid nobody could get in touch with you. You know, that's just a terrible thing where you got to call another state to call the police department to go give a wellness check to see if you're alive versus you could drive over there and, and check on them because they're not picking up their phone. Um, I watch a lot of crime shows, so my mind's already like, anyway. So we were talking about, I happen to know her father, so I know her father really good. And um, I thought like, you know, I was under the assumption that her and her father had this amazing relationship. She was like, no, we're, we're not close at all. I'm like, what? Like, I used to walk into 
You know what I mean? I used to see your pops come in the spot, man. My man, he's like, all these years, no, we're not close. And obviously, we're doing this, we're doing this communication. Now, we weren't FaceTiming, but I'm gonna get to that. So I know I put down social media a lot and tell you how much social media has destroyed the world, but this is one thing that social media has done for us in a positive way. And what it has done for us in a positive way is it has strengthened us. Um our abilities because we can actually have a discussion face to face. So um, she was talking about there's some issues of her dad that she was just telling me. And she's telling me over and over again. Her friends are like, well, you know, your father has to realize you're grown. I'm like, listen, I haven't heard one of your friends just say, why don't you just talk to your dad? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever, like, he, my father doesn't come over to my house. Do you invite your father to your house? Maybe he's telling somebody else that you don't invite him. You, you know, you since you've been grown and doing what you do, you don't fuck with the family. Let me explain something to y'all, man. Especially black folks. The worst, the one thing that black folks should never ever do. Because this is the one thing about us. This is one thing that I want to give you. That's why I don't like doing videos like this. I don't like doing videos like this. See this right here? I don't like doing it. Because I'm not talking to you. I want you to see my tone. I want you to see my expression. If I text something to you, you may have to just figure out that, oh, Nate's a little upset. No, I'm. you can hear my tone. And some of y'all may do, oh, Nate's mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm actually fucking with him. You know what I mean? You see me mad, nigga. You know when I'm mad. Um, But what was bothering me was everything she was talking about. I'm like, yo, there's like no communication with you and your dad. But on the outside looking in, I thought they were the closest father and daughter for years. I, I just found this out today. I mean, I've been watching her. I've been around this woman since the 80s. So to see that she, to hear her telling me this expression, I just kept bouncing back the same thing over and over. She's like, yeah, because my father has to realize there's certain things he wants to know and I'm grown. I'm like, yo, it's not about your age. Nobody's grown. You're grown, but you're not grown. Like, you die, your parents got to fucking bury you. Like, you can't do everything yourself. You fucking die in the middle of your fucking damn living room right now. Your parents got to get on a plane and be fucking making all these arrangements. got to take that into consideration. You move somewhere, you have family, and they can protect you. Or somebody you moved with, they have family. That's different. But the worst thing you could ever do, man, is... And we don't know how we all gonna die in this world. I hate to talk about this, but it's true. And I was like, you talk to your dad all these years and just, have you ever talked to your father? No, cause I already know who he's, he's gonna respond to. Mm, that's not true. It's not true. Your fears are not allowing you to do what you need to do. You need to do your part. You are an adult. Your father is an adult. The only difference is your father is older than you, and you're not. And before it's too late, God forbid, your day is not promised tomorrow, his day is not promised tomorrow. You need to talk to your dad before it's too late. Have a discussion. Well, he's going to argue, mm, you're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. Talk to your dad. You owe him that. Shout out to Ricky Webster. Man. I appreciate that, brother. 
Salute to you, man. Thank you. Nick, what would you recommend someone in New York City? No, I'm going to actually answer that in two seconds. Hold on one second. Shout out to Ricky Williams. So I want to move on with this because I have another thing that I want to break down to you how important it is for communication. Needless to say, she's in the process. It's a work in progress. Um, a work in progress. And I'm going to tell her because she's listening. Because I just told her I'm going to make the video about this. But I'm not the advice extraordinaire. But you can't have a billionaire mindset and allow pettiness and fear. You can't have fear in a, in a billionaire mindset. There's no fear. No, no fear. No, fear is not a billionaire mindset. Fear is knowing what you believe and do and put your best foot forward. That's it. You believe it doesn't work, you try it again, but you believe in it, so you do what you got to do. You owe your father that. Your father deserves for you to tell him how you feel, how you yell. You don't talk. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 21. I don't care if you're fucking 55. It doesn't matter. If your parent is on this earth and you have the luxury, the blessing, the prestige of having your parents still here on this earth when a lot of people are not as fortunate, you need to talk to your parents, to their face. And if you can't be close to them enough, use FaceTime. I love FaceTime. I think FaceTime is the best invention ever. I used to get mad at my Android users, but I'm like, yo, do you got WhatsApp? Yeah, I got that. Okay, I don't even, I already can see on the text that you don't have FaceTime. You have to discuss things FaceTime. It does change things. And be in a good environment. Don't talk to nobody in the fucking dark. Have the light on and talk to them face to face and say, yo, bro, I'm looking at you right now. You have the problem with me? Um... So she inspired me to do this video, man, because I feel that we are living in such a world where we don't realize the most ultimate form of communication, no matter how much technology they make, beyond FaceTime is still face-to-face -face in real time. Like, I'm here watching you, and you can see me because we can smell each other. I can see you. You know, no matter what we do, we don't think that that's a, a level of something that we need to accomplish. But when you have an issue with somebody, talk to them. Because let me tell you something. I used to do that. I used to build a whole bunch of shit in my head. Eh, fuck that. Fuck him. I hope you do this. And you know what? Some of y'all live in houses where you live in all your apartments, where you live. You live with family. This one don't talk. You just go in your room, close your door, come from work, you leave. With... Man, let me tell you something. Man, that's a broken individual. You're going to put yourself into a depression. So all of your personal choices and things that you purchase, homes and all that, eh, what does that shit mean when you can't even fucking have a conversation? I always tell people, don't show me your house, man. Just invite me over for dinner. Like, I'm not, I don't care about what the structure of your house is. I don't care. I'm in people's houses every day for a living. I don't care. I have no interest in it. Don't send me no picture of Zillow. It means nothing to me. What means something is, me coming over as a guest because I know myself. That that will last me for a lifetime. You share a bed with me, like I'm not saying we gotta be fucking, but I'm saying I came to your place. You shared a bed with me. You know, you're one of my female friends. You like, yo, you give me your bed. And that's a big, big deal. That's why it's important. That's why we're so jammed up as people. Ricky Webster said, Nate, what would you recommend somebody to live in New York who is coming from Alabama by the income levels of housing there? Um the income levels of housing. Mm. I would have said the Bronx, 
where you know you can get you a nice place, but the Bronx is just on some real <laughs> crazy shit right now. If you could kind of finagle the income a little bit because you're making some good money, Brooklyn is the place to be. Without a doubt. Everything else is expensive or too far. Staten Island is cool, but you know what I mean? It's a little far and then you got to be dealing with tolls and shit in the boat. But if you want to be where everything is, because here it's about convenience. You pay for that convenience. You pay your zip code says it all, your street says your neighborhood. You live in Bedford Stuyvesant culture. Whether you're straight, gay, uh, single, married, family, don't matter. Every everything is right there in that one fucking community. Everything. And it's a popping ass community. It could look dead and boring right now where I live, and I go over there, Brooklyn is live right now, 5:53 p.m. on a Monday. Brooklyn is popping right now. It's just a, it's just an amazing and 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 if you if you like I said if you want to be more extravagant with the money you start moving to areas like Williamsburg and all that I mean and you coming from Alabama you gonna fit right in see the thing is here what's great about Brooklyn among all other boroughs we don't care where you live we we don't care where you're from like. You could be from this country. It's like, well, you're in New York. Everybody's from everywhere here. So you're never going to feel out of place in New York City because it doesn't matter. You, you could be walking out here with a green lantern in your fucking head with fucking space boots. That's just some New York shit. We don't care. We really, really don't. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, But if you do something like that, just think about that. So Queens is expensive too, depending, but Brooklyn, depending, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm giving you choice neighborhoods though. You can't just don't. I'm not gonna tell you, oh nigga, I found a nice place in East New York. The rent is pretty cheap. I'm like, oh, wrong fucking decision, nigga. You be moving out that bitch tomorrow. But depending where you want to move to areas that are trendy. I hate to use the word, but it's true, because the trendy is for the young and the old. You want to move in a community that's for all ages, because those those areas, the young people. Embrace the old and the old embrace the young. Like there's no nobody's against it. That's why it's got to be trendy. It's a popping area. Um. Okay, but Juliana, back to the question. She said, "What if you had abusive parents? And they just keep it real. I have a lot of white parents throw their kids away." Now, that's why I used to love. You know, one show I used to love on HBO. Um. Not interrogation. What's the what's the thing when they all come together, and the person's on drugs? What's that? What's the terminology they use? Um, I love when a, a therapist, man, can get all the family up under one roof. I mean, you, I know families now that need that. And they, they may die and leave this earth and never be able to do it. But um, what what is the term that I'm using? Using it was a show. I don't even know if it's HBO. Maybe it's maybe it's on cable, regular TV, regular regular cable though. Um, not not premium channel. Intervention. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Golden Child. Yeah, AMC. Intervention. Shout out to Sean MC. Yeah, so intervention is I, I know a I know a family member now that needs that. I know a, a father and son that needs it right now. But the father and son have the sister, the mother, and brothers here. They all need to be there. And they need a real deal, like no sucker shit, no walking out, because a lot of the little niggas want to walk out. You want to see a you want to see a black man on some pussy shit? Go to an intervention. If they walk out, that's a pussy. You know, real intervention, you you as long as you know you got the balls to stay there beyond everything else, 
I think that's the thing that you have to consider. So I feel that with white families, they praise intervention more than we do. Black families are too proud. And, you know, if you had abusive parents and your parents abused you, you need to tell your fucking parent that. Like, I want to talk to you face to face. And if they know that they did some fuck shit with you and you looked into their face, I never appreciated what you did to me when I was two years old or five years old or 12, whatever, whether it was sexual abuse, whether, whether it was physical abuse, you have the responsibility to do that. That's your responsibility. As an adult, I'm going to tell you what's going to end up happening. This, this, what's, the, what's the one thing I was telling my friend? There's nobody on this earth that can teach a daughter about a man more than a father. Let me say that again. There's nobody on this earth, no man on this earth that's able to teach a daughter about a man more than a father. So if you didn't have your father around or you and your father wasn't close, I don't care what you think you know about a man, you don't. If you had a closeness with your dad, which is a very small percent, you're a whole different type of animal. You're a whole different type of man. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you is, is that, and I'm not just saying it because I had that, because I'm not going to say that my father was like that with my sisters. I don't think he was this close. He was close to me. As a man, let me just say this. There's, not, there's, not, there's never going to be a man that's able to protect you as a dad. Because fathers know shit that we did. And we know things that we did that you will never understand. Like only a man does. Like I'll give you one example, right? If a man changes his daughter, a father changes his daughter. This, this is some simple shit, but big. And he's changing his daughter's diapers. The daughter is in a position where the only man that may be changing her diapers may be a man way in the future. And not even then, because a lot of times if a person gets disabled or they can't, you know, take care of themselves, they usually have a woman cleaning them. Like a father is prestigious at the point of cleaning his daughter, changing her diaper, because he's the father. You can't have the brother do that shit, the fucking uncle. The only one that's permitted to do that from day one, like I'm talking about a legit, you're in the hospital, you and this woman have a baby together, whether you're the baby's daddy or not, or you're the damn, you know, the husband. But you and her had this child together. The minute you're in that hospital dorm, the, they don't, they only allow the father and the mother, right? So it's already, that you're already given the dad already the prestigious rights. Now, the daughter trusts you now, because you know what I'm saying? You're in a position, she's vulnerable, she's a baby. You could do anything. Like, in a fucked up way, a father could do anything, right? So, but a father won't do anything, you feel me? Like, if a father abused his daughter, when you get older, you need to, to look your father in the face and let him know that, you know, you fucking abused me. And I remember that. And I want to tell you that I am hurt that you did that. You understand what I'm saying? So, a father has an ability on a woman like no other man. Now, he can teach you how to love a man. He can show you how to love a man, all the above. If you get a certain age and your dad did not teach you, 
you're missing that. I don't give a fuck how much you think you know I'm a man. We're laughing at you. You don't know. Because if you know 80%, you don't know 100% because you didn't have your dad. And if, once you don't have that close connect with a father, that that neglect is going to show in your choices. This is why if you look at Beyonce's relationship, and I hate to use this as an example, but this is why Beyonce is so extraordinary. Because she had a very close relationship with her dad. And her, her husband is a lot like her father. So he was the first one to show her a million dollars. He was the first one to show her how to do whatever. And he probably was the first one to fucking change a diaper. So Jay-Z is just coming in now and just reproducing with her. And he's going to wed with her and that's his wife. But he is the, the first man in a woman's life is supposed to be the daddy. That's it. So you can't argue with that with a woman. Most times when they argue with it, it's because they don't know. I've dated plenty of women. I have plenty of girlfriends. I've only had one woman that had it. I only had two women. And, and deep relationships, excuse me, deep relationships, like real relationships, I only had two women in my whole life that were close to their fathers. And they they were, and even the ones that were close to their fathers, they wasn't close to the mother. I've never had a woman that I've been with in my past that was close to a father and mother ever ever so the father is the first man the first woman's love is her dad a lot of these niggas know you don't have fathers and we could fucking ravage you that's why you see women making bad decisions they don't know a woman i know a woman that could my friend now she could she could buy 10 houses that i'm expect that of her she's a career woman she does her thing she's been doing it but at the end of the day you know what i mean she's a single woman and then now I know why she's single. And I'm not saying I know why she's single. You're not close to your father. It just gave me more clarity of, again, and, and then again, let me let me just let you know this too. Stick, shout out to Raylan Royal Walker, man. Thank you for that super chat, big bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that super sticker, man. Salute to Royal Walker. Um, I will say this. I don't look at women now being single as trash. Shout out to Roxy Blue. What up, Roxy? Shout out to Roxy Blue. I don't see women that are single as garbage. I just don't. I see women that's single now. Like, I get it now. I do. Because that's why I'm telling, like, I, I that's why I'm telling more men, y'all guys need to go. Don't travel. Just, it ain't traveling. Just, you know, I know I put it down in the past, but I get it now. I think there's just too many creeps and there's too many women guarded. So I think guys need to go play over there. I, I get it now. I don't look at a woman as a piece of crap that's married. I mean, that's single. I just don't. Not anymore. Because I know that in most cases, she dealt with, she dealt with a lot. And she dealt with so much that she probably didn't learn a lot from anything. You know, nobody has the upper hand to teach a little girl the things about man like a father. And even if you didn't do it, I'm just telling you, you had the upper hand because you caught her coming out the mother's womb. You created her. So don't let no other boyfriend think he's above that. He's just a fucking boyfriend. You know what I mean? He's a boyfriend. That's why he called a boyfriend, not a father. You know what I'm saying? A, a husband has to 
marry a woman and be called a husband. You know what I'm saying? You're the father. Like, that's it. Be fucking in. Like, your DNA says it all. Like, you know, a husband's DNA and your DNA is only going to be different. Not, not taking any credit away from him, but it's a difference. It's a difference. So just bear in mind and, and keep in mind that a father has a, a, a way bigger thing. And that's why so many women, and don't talk about it with them. The only thing you got to ask a woman is, What's her relationship? Are you and your father close? And even if she gets defensive, just leave it alone. When she talks, she's ready, she's ready. She may get defensive about it because she may not want to talk about it, but clearly if she had a close relationship, she would talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can learn a lot. And I feel that there's a lot of, that's why I say it's, it's a give and take thing. It's male and female doing some crazy shit. That's why I'm telling men, just go to fuck the Columbia nigga. Like, I'm telling a woman it just, I don't even have answers for a movie. I haven't got that far yet. But for the men, I'm just like, yo, y'all y'all looking for porn stars, y'all looking for freaks, y'all looking for some, you know, submissive woman. You're looking for all these different things, and you're not gonna get that shit on no street, nigga. That shit ain't happening. Social media is out here, and that's just gonna be hella difficult because there's too many different barriers. Roxy Blue says it's not it's not easy to do that. There are things that happen that I would love to discuss, but parent. But parent is too old. I wouldn't want to leave them earth with a new heaviness in their heart. Well, okay. That's true. But remember, you're going to have that heaviness in your heart for the rest of your life. And you're going to get old. You owe it to your parent. They could take it. This is the way about doing it. You're like, like, what's the point of you worried about your parent having a heaviness? And then you'll get, you get older. You're going to have that heaviness for the rest of the rest of your life. Like, I know people where their parents died at the age of four years old. And that shit affected them for their whole fucking life. You see what I'm saying? So we can't determine. We, you know, when she was younger, we look at the father. Like, oh my God, he died so young. But you can't look at it like that. You have to talk to someone, man. Let me tell you, a lot of y'all are siblings, and I know sometimes we tend to talk to our mother about the other sibling, the other sibling. A true parent is going to tell you, "I got to talk," because at the end of the day. That's all that, that's the the best remedy is having a discussion, not a fucking argument. So you're going to your mother or father and they're old. Don't argue with them. You discuss. Like, I discuss things. Like, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to do a, a, I have shows where I'm arguing with somebody and we're going back and forth, but this is discussion. Discussions is no yelling, you know, nobody's screaming and getting on each other. And there's no disrespect in a discussion because it's a discussion. A discussion is that it's not a debate. You know, you see debates and the presidents are going back and forth. And they, they're supposed to do it. It's a, it's a debate. A debate is a fight. But you, you know, a discussion is a discussion. So shout out to my homegirl, man. I, I hope she does that because her father's a tough cookie. And she's a loving cookie. Now, and, and tough cookie men, they're usually teddy bears. He's a teddy bear. Tough cookie men all teddy bears. I'm a tough cookie man. We're all fucking teddy bears. He just wants his thumb in his mouth. Goo goo gaga. We're all teddy bears. We're all big babies. You know, I'm a black man. I know this. You know what I'm I've been raised around a lot of big teddy bears, and all the niggas just want, I love you, man. That's all we want. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you, as a woman, you have to teach a man how to love you. So teach your father. You have to teach. If you're grown, teach him how to love you. Maybe he may think you're still four. So teach him how to love you as a woman. You got to do that. I'm looking in your face. You. As a woman, Juliana says, I'm holding my parents to their responsibility to acting 
to acting right to me. For all I understand about men, I figured it out by myself in hard knocks and trial and error. Well, that's another thing a lot of women think that's a good character, and that's not good. If you had to figure it out by yourself, that's a problem because you had to go through all that hell. If your father did what he was supposed to do and you listened, for example, you wouldn't have had to go through all that. Like, I, I lived a lot of experiences through others. I didn't go through a lot of shit growing up because I, I, I lived my experiences through others. That shit would wear me down. So if you if your your father is supposed to have that discussion with you, because so you don't have to go through that. So when you when I hear a woman say she learned she learned all that through herself, I was like, oh shit, it's a it's a, it's a risk. Because then you gotta ask her, who taught you how to love a man. If she don't say her father, then we're fucked. Because I could do that either way. I could fucking be the one to tell her I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna abuse her. But if the father, if a woman, if a father taught a woman how to love a man, you can't run too much shit on her. Can't, especially if the father, she's if a woman says her father taught her the game and taught her how to love a man, not the game, but he taught her how to love a man, he's teaching her the game. Any man that taught his, his daughter how to love a man, like you only getting over on yourself. Like you can't you can't get over on her. You know what I'm saying? You're only playing yourself because father already beat you to the punch. So whether you try to get over on her or not, you think you are, you're just playing yourself because at the end of the day, father already told her. The rest is on her, you know? And a woman always got that upper hand on a man. A woman can't, you got to remember, I'll give an example. If a woman goes to tell, if a man goes to tell a woman he fucked 30 girls in a relationship, she may stay with him. Just for being honest. Especially if they have kids. A man, especially if he's a real man, he ain't going for that. See how weird that sounds? A real fucking man ain't gonna stay with you if you tell him that. He'll leave you. And he'll take care of his kids. A wimpy man will stay with you. See, with a woman, it's different. You stay with a man, you show strength. You leave a nigga, what's the point of that? You're gonna go leave a nigga for another nigga to do 10 girls. Your father's going to teach you. It's in the book. He knows. You know what I'm talking about, if you know. Because the father's gonna show you that if a father taught his daughter, he's already knows, she already learned that if a man steps out, doesn't necessarily mean he loves him, his wife any less. Doesn't. It doesn't. That's why you see women like, you know, whoever been through whatever, and they stay with Bill Cosby's wife. At the end of the day, you know, whatever. And look what y'all y'all say he should have left him. Now he ended up getting freed. Or clean. You know, at the end of the day, that's marriage is too thick and thin. So a, a woman that was taught this. That's how they end up doing. You know what I mean? They're going to stick by the man one-on-one. Like, they ain't going to let no piece of pussy break up a family. But a man only knows to teach that to his daughter. Now, will women beg to differ with me? Of course, because they don't know. They never experienced that. A lot of women never had a conversation with their father. You had to learn about men from fucking men. So that means you had to give you had a body count. And he may have had a body count. Your body count goes high. You fucked two men in your life, but he fucked about... 500 women, you know, your body count is up. You just don't know, you know, Sean C said, you should never want to be with a woman who has father issues on the flip side. You definitely don't want to be with a woman who has a relationship with a father. <laughs> yeah. If you're a piece of shit, you don't want to be with a woman that had a good relationship with a father. Don't fuck with that. If you're a good man, that's the type of woman, but listen, you could be a good man and she didn't have a relationship with your father. You just happen to be fortunate that 
she's a good woman. Listen, a, a good woman just listens to you. So if you're a good man and she'd have a relationship to her father, you're the gonna be the man. But if you're a piece of shit and she's a good woman and she listens to you and you're a piece of shit, then the vulnerability goes in the dump. So it all depends. Like my mother's father died at four years old, but my father taught her everything. So it, it all depends. I'm just saying, but that's a good analogy though right there. That was a good comparison, but um, father issues, I don't want to say you stay away from it. Just be aware of it. Be mindful of it. If you hear a woman and you're on a date with her and all she talk about is her daddy, you got a good shorty. But don't mean that she ain't talking about her father. She's worthless. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just remember that you cheating on her can really fucking do more damage to a woman versus a woman that had a father. Either way, it's wrong, but I'm saying it's just worse because she doesn't, she wasn't taught how, see, a, a man teaches his daughter that men ain't shit. We all know men are fucked up. So that's going to be in the book of her teachings. He's going to teach her that the majority of the men are fucking garbage. And if daddy doesn't like the man, now you got to realize who she going to listen to. If she listens to the man because she's a good woman or she listens to her father because she's a good woman. So a lot of that stuff is is in the air. Um, Sean said, and if a woman, you want to be with a man who has a good relationship with his mother. No. You want to have a, a man that has a good relationship with his father. Because the mother thing could be if, he, if he's a mama's boy, that he's a mama's boy to his mother. But that father's going to teach him a whole different level. Let me tell you something. The father gets it first if you have the motive of dad. If your father approved your woman, the mother will follow. You understand? The leader has spoken. So if a man knows your woman is good, the mother may see something else, but the father's going to see something entirely different because he's a man. And I, I'm not taking away from a woman like she does her little ways, but again, as a union, their mother and father, the father knows if your daughter a real dad like you got a close relationship with your father y'all he taught you everything in the book and he know your woman ain't no hoe the more in most cases the mother's gonna agree with that because he knows that because he didn't he he knows a hoe because your mother wasn't a hoe um but a, a mother's tricky you know what i'm saying if he's a mama's boy a good relationship with his mother that could be a little for a man it's not as it's not in a woman's advantage like that shout out to king crave I get along with men better than most women ask me. Yeah, women like to get a man with men. I love them. But again, see, the problem with us men, we just want to fuck you. See, a lot of times, a lot of us men, we, we have good relationships with our mother. And it's just our mother. But that don't mean that we got a whole bunch of homegirls that we get along with and we all want to fuck them. Like, that, I, like right now, my, my, my female friend shit has changed. Like, it's terrible. Um, I don't really have a lot of female friends now because a lot of my female friends are older now and they just got a lot of shit going on. It's just, we didn't grow together. I did speak to one um, female friend today. I didn't speak to in a while. We had a great conversation. And I'm so glad that we reconnected because we had a little tension with our shit for like the last two, three years. And she's a very smart woman. I admire her and she really inspired me today. So, and we FaceTimed each other. So that was dope. Like FaceTiming is the shit. She was getting ready for work and it was just dope. So shout out to, to Yanni. Roxy Blue, that's actually a good point. It, it's a discussion. It's okay when you start an argument, it's a problem. Right, so if you're talking to somebody, you're having a problem. Like, 
if I have a meeting and we're all doing a discussion and niggas want to argue, it's like, yo, bro, listen, it's like 40 motherfuckers in here. We're having a discussion. You got to go. Like, we don't need that. That's, that's, we don't need that combative energy. You know what I mean? So that's the thing that people don't understand. You want to have a discussion. So when you're talking to your dad or your mother and you're talking about something, you're talking to your son or your daughter, you know, talk to it from a concern. You know, when you're having a discussion, it's a concern. But you want to turn it into an argument. It's mom grown. Like, that shit don't mean nothing, nigga. Like I said, nobody's that grown, nigga. Like, I watched the first 48, nigga. Like, you know, it takes another grown person to pick up your grown body. You know, you dead in the fucking ground, nigga. Now, they got to pick you. Don't even know you. Now, they got to fucking pick you up and put you in a body bag. Like, that's just what we all, we all supposed to help each other. So that's why I see the world differently. You know what I mean? I don't look at an individual as grown. I look at an individual as we got to be responsible for one another. You see another lady fall down, you pick her up. You see a nigga that's dead, there's got to be a person to do the job and put them in the bag, right? So push discussions. Parents don't want to discuss anything with their children. Um, good parents will discuss anything with their children. Good parents will discuss anything. And if they're not good parents, you have to, you know, show them. You're going to fucking, you know what I mean? We're going to have a discussion. I love you. I got to teach you how to love me. You you got to teach them. It's your responsibility. It ain't going to be no good talking to me. <laughs> I don't know your mother and father. What good is it? It's going to be like, well, Nathaniel, how come they didn't tell me? You know, they, they're going to look at me crazy. You know? Do what I say and not what I do. Oh, you're saying the parents going to say that? Yeah, you, you still can show your mother and father that if you have that ability. Some people's mother and father's not here. You can definitely have a good relationship with your mother and not be a mama's boy. Um, well, you're always going to be a mama's boy if you got a good relationship with your mother. You know, you get a guy doesn't have a good relationship with his mother and exclude his mother out. You know what I mean? You're going to be your mama's by, by, by default. Every nigga I know that don't have a good relationship with his mother, all his eggs is into the mother, I mean, into his woman. I don't want shithole. He kicked his mother out of her own house. The house that they grew up in, he fucking threw her out of there for the next bitch. And he married her. He, he wasn't speaking to his mother for half of their marriage. He got a kid. The kid is nearly eight, nine years old. The mother has been around the kid maybe the last two years. Two years out of the four years of their bullshit. So if he was a mama's boy, he wouldn't have did that. Or if he had a good relationship with his mother, he would have never did that. You know, nigga shit on his mother is a piece of shit. And guys like that is tough because he's the only kid. But if he had like an older brother, older brother should kick his ass. I believe in that. I believe that big brother should have all the younger brothers and sisters scared the fuck of him. Because then niggas know that there's a perimeter. That's, that's why you have multiple children. That older brother and sister is supposed to have that respect. Like when you get out of line, they're supposed to regulate that. Like I know a dude now, him, his brothers is wild. But the older brother just came into town. He ain't do shit to them. They, they they older, but they're not old fogies. But I felt the brother should have pressed them and said, yo, I'll tell you something right now. My mother has a problem, nigga. You give me a problem, she die, or fuck you up. Like, I feel he should have told, because the dude I'm talking about, he's soft any fucking way, so he wouldn't have did a fucking thing, because he know his brother would have fucked him up. He knows it. Every now and then a man needs to hear that he could get his ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? And a, lot, a lot of times. So my boy that I told you that did his mother dirty. That's how he kind of is. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you know, he's the type of guy that he, listen, 
you know it when you know you got it. I came from the school of uncles. I didn't have an older brother, but I had I had uncles. I had my father, so I, I knew what not to do. You know what I'm saying? I just knew I didn't want to fuck with them niggas because the niggas is dangerous. But as you get older, that same thing is instilled in that respect. Is still. So me being the older brother of my sisters, that's the same thing that's been instilled in me. So not that I would put my hand on my sisters, but they know at the end of the day, that's my big brother. He's the fucking leader. If you're the big brother, you're the fucking leader. The end, you know? Or sister. Mama's boy is someone who follows everything his mother says and lets her control his actions. Yeah, well, that's extreme. I, I, I'm saying, but if you have a close relationship with your mother, you still a mama's boy by default. It's, and that's cool. You're back? She's up? Call, um, what you call it? Nike, just make sure they close at 9 o'clock. Press zero. Oh, mama's boy is someone who falls everything his mother says. Yeah, that's an extreme. We ain't talk about that mama's boy show now. Like, I'm a mama's boy, nigga. But at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? A nigga fuck with my mother. You know what I'm saying? You die for your mother, son. So that's a, it depends. You know what I mean? But extreme, like, you know, he, she going to do everything the mother say. Listen, my mother has a problem with a woman I'm with. I don't fuck with the bitch. Because my mother don't have a problem with nobody. So if I know she don't like the woman I'm with, I won't fuck with her. Not that I've been in that position in more recent years, but very, very, if it happened, it was like, oh, okay. Just want to make sure because I know she love everybody. So she don't like somebody, something wrong with that bitch. If my sister don't like a motherfucker, I'll fuck with I don't fuck with her. Like, my woman got to be, have a relationship close to my mother and sisters. It's a package deal. And it's not even a hard package deal because all my mothers and sisters, they love everybody. Shout out to Obi Step. What up, mate? And chat, you only get one mother. You can replace a girlfriend, but not your mother. That's a fact. If you let a woman talk to your mother like she could talk to you anyway, man, I mean, you're just a pussy. If you're a woman that allowed a nigga to disrespect your mother, you're a dumb bitch. Ain't no fucking way a nigga disrespecting my mother and I can help her. You kidding me? I'll kill a motherfucker over my mother. I don't believe in going to jail, nigga, but I will murder a motherfucker over my mother. My mother could be gone, nigga. I'll still kill you for fucking saying something crazy about it. And we ain't talking about cursing out or something like that, but you know, doing something foul, nigga. Yo, you stole this money from her for the last 10 years? Okay. All right, so there goes my motherfucking life. And watch the court say, well, he did the shadow. That's his mother. It's different. You ever see where the niggas be attacking the niggas that killed their mother in them court shows? They don't ever go to jail. Ever. Ever. There's niggas out here, dead body niggas, like, yo, nigga fucking disrespect them all. There's a dude out here that just killed, he killed his, his mother's boyfriend. Niggas beating the fuck out of him. And they had all the 311 and 911 things to prove it. All the domestic abuse. That's what saved him, though, because they seen the fucking call log of all the abuse in the past. He killed his mother's boyfriend. That nigga got motherfucking misdemeanor. I mean, not misdemeanor. What's the shit called when you kill a man by accident? He didn't go to jail for no murder one. And he put a bullet in the nigga's head. Shout out to Juliana. I was never terrified of my brother. He never helped me once I got he felt. See, that's where he fucked up. See, the brother, he never helped you. See, a brother gets the respect by being respectful. You there for your sister. Y'all came up together. Y'all, y'all was kids together. You know what I mean? And that's what the respect. When you see your brother became a crackhead, stealing from your mother, you ain't gonna have respect for your brother that way. But a lot of brothers, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, there were brothers. There ain't no brothers now. Brothers just talk to the mom and complain like little bitches. 
You know, you're supposed to regulate your motherfucking grown ass. I don't give a fuck if you're 50 years old and your fucking brother's 48. You got to listen, man, what's going on? You ain't giving mom's rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't giving up. I ain't got to do it. I'm a grown man. All right. All right, nigga. Now, you know what I'm saying? Bing. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you doing, nigga. At the end of the fucking day, that's disrespectful, nigga. Because that nigga wouldn't have did that when you was seven years old and he was fucking five. You know, you got to think about that. A nigga, you, you, you talking to your younger brother about disrespecting your mother. Like, you, you, you have the ability to get in this nigga's ass. If not, the, when, the, when the cops come here, he's going to be in a worse position. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not promoting you to go fuck your brother and sister, but I'm just saying, if you grew up, and you don't have that fear of that father or that brother, they did something wrong coming up. Yep. Sure not had an extreme guy exactly like that. Um, Frozen 06. Yes, it does. Thank you very much, Frozen 06, man, for that incredible super chat. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, the billionaire mindset. Um, it's all about, listen, man, it's all about common sense here, man. You, know, you can't com you, you can't complain to a motherfucker and build shit up in your head. You can't talk to a motherfucker. One of my friends right now, he needs to go to counseling. It's hard to tell a grown motherfucker, um, yo, you need to go to counseling to make him do it. But see, my problem is I'm like the big homie to him, and he seen me beat niggas up coming up. I ain't never put my hands on him. See what I'm saying? So that's kind of like a gift in the country. If you don't get one with that. I can't really make him do anything because he don't really got the fear factor for me because I'm like a big brother. So what I just don't do, I got to do it differently. I have to talk to him under protest. Like, I, I know this nigga's going to be a dickhead, but let me tell him because I got to tell him as a friend. And I'm like, yo, you need some, you know what I mean? Send him some shit up in the mail. Send him some texts. But I won't, I won't, I won't tell him face to face. I just bet a whole bunch of fucking mail come to the crib that has to do with, you know, getting a damn, uh, you know, therapist, you know what I'm saying? Because he needs it. So there's a, there's a, there's a way you got to do it. But again, it's like anything else. When you have a respect for somebody, you look up to them. It's just a different type of respect to how you deal with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my mom's was good, man. Like I said, my, I had, in my lifetime, my mother probably didn't like like one, two girls in my whole fucking life. In my adult life. And she was right. You know what I mean? You know, not to the point like you'll get rid of her. She didn't want to do it like that, but I was like, hold on, my mother got a problem. I got to get rid of this bitch. Because she don't have a problem with nobody, so she got to be a piece of shit. And my sister don't fucking like her. So I got rid of the bitch. I told the bitch, listen, before I spit in your fucking face, let me get rid of you. I didn't tell her my mama told me because she may say something dumb. But when a woman knows you, you close to your mother, when I was younger, I remember one was like, I called her something. She's like, your mother. And I was like, all right. So then that's why I spit in her face. I told you about that story. I felt bad about doing it. But later on, growing up, I'm like, well, you talked about my mother. Then as a kid, you know, you got to be a little different now. You ain't, you don't want to be older and just get a trigger nigga talk about your mother. You're like, ah, fuck that nigga. You're trying to get me locked up. But, you know, you don't fuck with her. You know, you don't disrespect the nigga's mother. If, I, if a woman feels that she's with a man and he's close to his mother and she talking shit, just leave him alone. Because they ain't going to get no better for you. Because if she pass on, he gonna hate you, cause you're the one his mother. You know, if you want to base a no good bitch, if she don't like your mother, she's a dirty bitch. That's when you know you got a no good bitch. And if you agree with her, you just as stupid as her. I don't give a fuck if your niggas are. If your mother's a crackhead, sucking dick on the block, and homeless, your your wife, a good wife, 
she gonna make sure she feeds your mother at night. She gonna put some food out there for her, make sure she gonna check up on her. Even though the son is angry, to, your good wife is gonna make sure your mother's good. That's your mother. She don't give a fuck what you feel. But if you if you ride along, yeah, fuck his mother. And you ride along, you pussy ass nigga. Y'all both stupid. And when she cheat on you, nigga, you fucking gonna shoot yourself in the head. You deserve to. A real man will kill for his mother. That's a fact. That's a real man. Every pussy man that I know that's an impact, he won't do shit. Because that, that nigga let a bitch take him over. It's just true shit. Tell you, I can't make this shit up. Let me just call the store while I'm on the phone with y'all. I'm my mother-in-law. Yeah, man. You know, you got a good mother-in-law. Hey, how you doing? What time are you close? We close at 8 p.m. Okay. Oh, who's the Steph? Hmm? Who's the Steph? No, it's not Steph. Yeah, you sound just like her. All right. She's still there, right? Steph? Yeah. At the moment, I'm not quite sure. Give me a second. I'll let you know right now. All right. Thanks. I love my mother-in-law. Yeah, mother-in-laws, man, are fucking amazing, man. They can be rough, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they're going to be taking their daughters. I don't care how much the mother-in-law don't like you, man. You just got to just smile and just show love. Don't even, never be disrespectful with a mother-in-law. Never be disrespectful. Hello, sir? Yes. So, unfortunately, at the moment, Seth uh, already left home uh, in the building at the moment. Oh, shit. All right. I'll try tomorrow. Okay. Have a great day. You too. She's not in. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. My people's left already, so pick another location that you need to go to because she left for the day. Yeah, yeah. Mother-in-law, yeah. Show love to that mother-in-law, man. But listen, man, people, you got to... You gotta, you gotta talk, man. Talk, talk to, and this, this ain't just for parents, man. Like, have discussions. Listen, if you got a friend that you got a problem with, tell him, listen, don't say you want to discuss the thing. So I, I think it's time for us to talk. Talk is more meaningful because the talk is a discussion, but discussion sounds more like, you know, you say it's a discussion when they're getting out of line, but let them know, like, yo, listen, man, I think it was time for us to talk. About what? I just want to talk to you, man. I got things in my mind. I miss you. Man, make them feel wanted. Don't, you know, can I talk to my friend? You know what I mean? If they still combative and they don't want to do it, then you did your part. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't lead a horse to water. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink it. Man. You can make them drink it, but what the fuck you going to do to a horse? By the time you try to make the horse drink it, he'll be dead. So try to really, man, it's, it's, it's an amazing gift, man. Talk to someone, man. Just, Talk to them. Um, ladies and gentlemen, today I spoke to somebody today and I was building a lot of things in my mind. She wasn't speaking to her sister. I'm close to her sister. It's a lot of bullshit. I wasted a lot of time. I really wasted a lot of time all to just have a discussion today. A simple discussion of, 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 of not only her and her sister speaking, but I didn't play my part as a good friend. I didn't, you know. 
she felt that I was using her to just do YouTube videos. And she really admires me, man. She says, like, if I never speak to her again, God forbid, she left me with so much powerful information today. And, like, it's stuck in my head so strong. I thought I'm on a high. I've been on a high about this shit all day. You know, um, really been on a real great high, man. So, and I'm, you know why? Because we spoke, we, we talked, we had a great conversation. And, you know, I really, you know, I really feel, I really feel blessed that I'm able to share this with you. Shout out to my friend that's moving out to um, Arizona, no, Nevada, no, Vegas, Vegas, I'm sorry. She's moving to Vegas, and um, I'm glad that I shared that with her. You know, I don't like to do the, the whole advice thing, but I had to tell her, I'm like, there's nothing I can do for you. I think you need to just talk to your dad, like, before it's too late. And I mean that, like, time these days, you just don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, this is a good day. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, so you got to do it now. So talk to that family member, man. Talk to that that boss. Talk to that coworker. Talk ex-boyfriend, ex let a person know your pain, man. Use use these incredible platforms. Like I always tell y'all, WhatsApp is great. I love WhatsApp. You could use the feature for seeing a person face to face, if or you can leave a long message. And you see them two blue checks, that means they got the message. So it's important to do that, man. I really, 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 really advise that. From my bottom of my heart, man. So let's 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 work on that, man. Talk to someone face the most ultimate way of conversation. If you don't have, you can't do it face to face. Do Facetime. Do Instagram. We did Instagram. Me and my friend, we did Instagram today. We did Instagram Facetime. You got Facebook Facetime. You have WhatsApp Facetime. You know, I'm doing Facetime with y'all on Streamyard. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a, it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful feeling. So um, I just want to share that, man. I just want to wish you guys all the best. I'm going to cut short. I'll probably be back later. But I just wanted to get that off, man. Shout out to my homegirl. She knows who she is. But um, let's just see. You know, I, I told her, I said, you know, invite your father over for dinner. Oh, I did years ago. I'm like, you've been in the same place since 2002. That's how I caught it. I said, how long you been living here? I said, 2002. I said, how many times do you invite your father over for dinner? A few times. I'm like, mm, that's not enough. Because when I asked you when you invited him recently, you said he wouldn't come. So you already have in your mind that he won't even show up. So don't do that. Like, oh, he was asking me questions. I'm a grown woman. It don't matter. Talk to him. Like, I can't do shit for you. Talk. You'd be surprised when you could have a discussion with somebody and feel so much better. I feel so much better talking to my own girl there. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was great. Um... And they have to be out of top of it. Do you know what's happening in the Bronx? What's happening in the Bronx right now? That's not out of topic. Hold on. Yes, we are doing pretty good. Was going to go to Jersey again, but my friend left the store early. That works there. Um, what's going on in the Bronx? Don't tell me nothing crazy.
Bronx dad celebrating birthday fatally shot during chain snatch. Yo! I seen that fucking footage. Yo. I seen that. I know, you got to be talking about that. Or the, the, the decaying bodies. Which one are you talking about? You talk about the... They have a whole drill scene for them gangs about to get indicted. Bronx is wild right now, man. Yeah, I seen that shit. You know what's yo, let me tell you. I just before I started doing this live, I was watching the news. And I'm always like, is it Brooklyn or is it the Bronx? I thought it was Brooklyn. I thought it was Brooklyn. It was the Bronx. Yo. Ladies and gentlemen, men, 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 men. I always say the difference between a male and a female, right? Female has jewelry on. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of other shit a nigga would want to do to her if he can't get the jewels. A nigga got, a nigga rob you, he going to want your jewelry. You can't give him shit. You, you waste any time, you resist, he's going to kill you. Don't wear fucking juice, especially shit in your neck. I mean, since I was a kid, we knew this. Why do oh my god? You wear jewels on your neck, you are just asking for a nigga to murder you. The Bronx is just fucked up right now. That's why the rent's so cheap. Yeah, I remember that shit. That green Benzer was trying to get away. I remember that. Yo, dude. Wow, let me read this headline, man. I'm sorry to kill the thing real quick. Bronx dad celebrating birthday. Wow. That, it's that video that fucked me up. Look at this video. Twenty-six seconds, your life is gone. Eighteen karat gold chain around his neck. It hurts a lot to know that he's gone. The fourteen-year-old daughter of the victim. Wow, had a fourteen-year-old daughter. Man, the necklace was gifted four years ago from his living girlfriend Zerolyn Figueroa. Why'd you buy him the fucking gift? I can't show the video, Jarrell. They fucking with me on YouTube. They fucking with me, man. They're giving me a hard time. I had this big video the other day with, you know the video. I don't know if y'all seen the video. I had like 700 people almost in the chat and they fucked me over. So I, I, I'm not in a good position right now. Like I literally like they took the video down. That's why I don't share videos no more. As of this, it's only been a few weeks. I heard it was bad. I knew people that knew. Yeah, it's just, just it's terrible, man. Kill my whole shit. Oh man. Stay beneath the radar. Don't like you. Don't even like you got money, man. I would have had no jewelry on, all black. He wanted the chain for so many years. 
that living girlfriend is going to feel fucked up. He would have wore it all the time. Never. He would wear it all the time, never take it off. One of the victims tried to flee, swinging open a nearby door. Oh, boy. Look, he, 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 I'll show you the picture, though. That's him with the jump off. Look at the chain. Died for that shit. He lived in Eden Wall Projects. Come on. I don't know if he lived in Eden Wall Projects or the housing, man. Fuck that, man. I can't fuck with it. I don't fuck with chains. I never like chains. I, you will never see me with a chain on my neck. Ever. Like I'm, That's the only thing about me on some slavery shit I never found was cool. I never... It never looked cool to me. It always looks... I don't like chains on my neck. I get a nice watch. And even then, I'll play that shit cool. I got a nice watch, too, but I don't like chains. I never, ever, ever. I, I don't give a fuck. I will never, ever, ever have a chain on my neck. Ever. 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 Look how thick that shit was, man. Look at that shit. Yeah, he wild exactly, Jarrell. I mean, I, I would assume he said they said he lived in Edenwall and worked for a moving company. Worked for a moving company. He do what I do. He was out having a good time. It was a guy's day out. His daughter just hanging out with friends, having fun, living his life. Everything is going downhill. She added, "We are all devastated. Nobody has the words to explain." She had to, she said the, the woman cried so much she had to be hospitalized for dehydration. That means she cried all her tears out. She and Pina met in the Bronx Club 11 years ago. The happy couple had two daughters. Oh, man. They're trying to scrape together 10000 to pay for the funeral. Oh, people of color, man. You got a $10,000 chain and now you died for this chain and now y'all got to scrape $10,000 for a funeral. In the past, you told black men to dress professional. Yes, they would. If he had came out, if he was smoking his cigarette outside and he had a nice suit, bum niggas would pay that nigga no mind. They may rob him for a couple of dollars, but in most cases, there's no jewelry. People respect the authoritative, you as an authoritative figure when you have you know what I mean? It's like when you see the Navy walk in or you see police officers or a badge, it's a uniform. Most people don't have the money to bury themselves. Hold on a second. Yes, uh, yes, Wednesday is good. Yes, I could definitely got you covered. Wait, hold on. Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say? Wednesday is good, no problem at all. Oh, good. 
So if you want, you could you you could call me Wednesday at eleven o'clock a.m. and I'll give you a um an expect time. Yeah, so I could give you a window, a, a, a window time. Yeah. More than likely the afternoon, yes. Okay. All right. All right now. Okay. Yeah, call me eleven o'clock Wednesday morning. Yeah, or eleven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. All right, no problem. Okay. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Okay, hold on one second. Oh, what's her name again? Ray Martino. Ray? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. All right. All right, I got you guys covered. Yes. You're very welcome. Bye. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, man, don't fuck with that, man. That niggas don't have no life insurance, man. Yo, y'all gotta get your shit together. That shit is crazy, man. That shit's disturbing. It's funny how I just seen that video. That's the last thing I watched before I got live, man. That's crazy. Wow. In that case, that's when you gotta think about that's when being inside the house is safe, but y'all keep doing these parties and shit and risking, man. Listen, I've been to a couple little cooning parties myself since COVID, but it just ain't it. It just ain't it, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, man, that's sad. Man, I gotta watch the news now. Let me catch the news at seven o'clock. No, eight o'clock. Right. Much love to y'all, man. Listen again, man. Talk to someone, man. Talk to your friend. Somebody you got a problem with. If you don't really want to talk to them, leave a message on WhatsApp, man. WhatsApp is great. You can leave a twenty-minute, thirty-minute message up on that bitch. Just communicate. Don't jump the gun. All right. Much love. To